PR Connections Radio presents. Welcome to the 15-Minute Mediator Podcast. My name is Nancy Gabriel, and I'm the owner of Mediation Around the Table. As a mediator, I help people in conflict come to their own resolution. I do this by facilitating conversations between the parties and asking questions that require them to actually listen to each other. Candidates for mediation are people who are more interested in coming up with solutions than they are in being right. If you think I might be of help to you in your situation, I encourage you to visit my website, mediationaroundthetable.com, and learn more about the services I've been providing to the Southern Nevada community since 2012. Thank you, and stay tuned for the podcast. Hello, everyone. Today's podcast is entitled Meet the Money Mediator, because I like alliteration. And my guest today is Julie Sanchez with Alderus Mortgage. Um, Welcome, Julie. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, mortgage forecasts and some of the services you provide. But before we get into that, I just want to tell everyone briefly how you and I met. Do you remember? I do. Okay, we met at a networking group, um, probably in 2019 is what I'm thinking. And uh, because I know it was before COVID. And this is the thing that impressed me the most about you at the beginning, Julie, and even today is your follow up skills. You are so good at reaching out and you did after that first meeting, um, we exchanged business cards, and you reached out to me and we have had a mutually beneficial relationship ever since. So why don't you tell a little bit about yourself and what you do? Ah, thank you. Well, I I do remember that very clearly. And uh, I feel the exact same way about you. We just connected because that's you how you are, Nancy. I, I think I even remember saying, gosh, what better person in your position, you know, for what you do. Yeah, thank so you. I do thank remember that. So um, I am a, a, I call myself a a champion mortgage advisor because I advocate for my clients. I help people who want to buy a home, get the money. Uh, Most people, when they buy their first home or even their second or third home, they don't have cash, right, to buy. So I help them get the financing that's needed, leverage that um, to help them build some wealth, build some equity and uh, whatever their goals are in buying a home. That's what I do. That's wonderful. And I remember years ago, I sent you a couple. They were, the husband was, they were going through a divorce and the husband was buying the wife out and you helped with that process. And then you also helped him buy his own home. And they kept raving about you to me. How did, how did we live without Julie Sanchez? So, you know, and, and I know you have sent me people conversely that are going through a divorce and they're reaching out to you and you're saying, well, if you haven't hired a media a lawyer yet, you might want to consider mediation. So exactly, yeah. It's surprisingly our our industries, you know, can really work well together, and there's there's a good match there. You did mention refinancing, and yes, uh, any kind of financing for residential mortgage um, is right. Can help. Yeah, right. I'm going to ask you some specific questions about that in a minute, but j- just tell us a little bit more about how you arrived in Las Vegas and how you got into the business that you're in. Ooh, um, well, I originally wanted to be a nurse and uh, that didn't work out because I was on my own and trying to work two jobs, going to school, and it was just very difficult. So 
I ended up stumbling upon a banking job. So actually the first nine years of my career uh, was in banking. And then afterwards, I kind of jumped off the cliff into what then in 2005 was the wild, wild west of mortgages. Um, very much different now, but I, I never looked back after that. So it just uh, allowed me um, the ability to help clients, also the ability uh, to, to be flexible in my, my work um, schedule. So it was, it was a good move for me. So some years later, I'm still, I'm still here and I still enjoy it. I'm so impressed by that. And also the, the, um, route, the route you took from nursing to banking to mortgage and finance is, is pretty remarkable. You must be very good at math. Um, I don't know that I would say I'm good at math, but when you think about, you know, people that want to be like first responders or nurses, um, they are, they are servants. Those are people that take, you know, it takes a special, uh, person to do so. And I, and I would think that I, that I had that. So I really do, um, see myself as somebody that really cares about the person that I'm dealing with, not just the number. I want to really help people with their goals. I want to help understand their situation because like, um, I guess you could kind of make it similar. You know, everybody's situation is different, just like everybody's health situation is different. Um, it's not a one size fits all, which is what I found in banking and why I moved into um, residential mortgage lending. Well, and also you're a good listener. And like in my field, we not only have to listen to what our clients are telling us, but we have to listen to what they're not saying so that Absolutely. we can figure out how to best help them. You right? are so right. Absolutely. So Julie, take out your crystal ball for me and <laughs> tell me what you forecast for mortgage rates and the house, residential housing market in 2024. So yes, wish I did have a crystal ball and I use that a lot. I don't have a crystal ball, but here I like to look at data and facts and trends um, because we can really learn from history. And, and there again, there's trends when it comes to uh, the residential mortgage real estate world. Um, so couple of couple of things. I mean, we're having right now as of today, if you look at the this, this uh, podcast date, as of today, we actually have had a great rally in, in the bond market. So the bond market is where we get our mortgage interest rates. And so um, that means we're probably likely going to see interest rates uh, start to come down even more than they have in the past couple of weeks. So they have come down. Um, what does that mean for you as a home buyer or if you're looking to refinance? That means that's a great great thing for you. However, across the nation, we are still having a shortage of homes, meaning there's not enough homes on the market for the people that want to buy. And uh, the, one of the reasons for that is because the last decade, the last 10 years, builders stopped building at the pace they were building. And so um, it created a big shortage. But what didn't stop, Nancy? Population growth. So it didn't stop. And so now we've got millennials and what is it, Gen Zs that want to buy. And um, mm -hmm. so we're just having a, a time right now. Um, what I would say is there's an opportunity right now in the market uh, before, while the holidays are going on, before we get into the new year, if rates continue to um, decrease, we're going to see an increase in competition and increase in values. We're probably going to see people paying over and above uh, very similarly, because remember, uh, demand um, dictates the price. So right. that's kind right. of a nutshell where we're at. 
And you answered the question I was about to ask you, which is what happens to property values when interest rates go down, the property values go up. Exactly. That they will, they were increased. I mean, we saw it in 2020, you know, when we had the, I I call it the blue light special (laughs) for interest rates because, you know, we were in the twos and threes. It kind of continued a little bit in 2021, but that was an anomaly. That was something that, you know, um, gosh, if you got in on the fire sale, wonderful. If you didn't, we're likely not going to see, you know, twos and threes again, unless something crazy, crazy happens like a, um, a major pandemic or something that we Let's haven't seen. Not. <laughs> um, how, how does a presidential election affect interest rates? You know, um, it can affect interest rates uh, up or down. I remember 2016, uh, for the most part, we see elections, you know, impact interest rates in a positive way, uh, but sometimes it can impact it in a negative way. And again, there's so many factors that make up how the interest rate comes about it's economic it's uh, economic reports it's things that are going on in the world um across you know uh, even worldwide economics so there's so many factors but a a presidential election it can go either way it just depends on again what the fed is saying about raising rates where we are in the economy with uh, inflation there's so many things so in 2016 I thought rates, we all thought usually general elections, um, you can see interest rates maybe go down, but we actually saw the opposite in 2016. So there was just a number of things going. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens now in 2024. So how do you help your clients find that sweet spot? And by sweet spot, I mean uh, interest rate versus um, value of a, you know, fair market value of a house. So that's a that's a really great question, but it is difficult to um, you know to sort through because it's when you're a home buyer and you're buying a home for you to live in, it's it's a difficult position to try to time the market. So I always um, you know try to help clients understand how it all works as best that, that they can understand. You know I do this every day. It's not something that somebody does every day. So there's a right. lot that goes on with mortgages. In the real estate. So if you're buying it as your primary residence, I always recommend that, you know, we just keep an eye on the market. We can't really time it if you're trying to live in it. You know, we all have basic housing needs and that we need a roof overhead. So sometimes you need to buy a house. And so, you know, the best thing to do is, is just be educated, understand with how do we mitigate things. I try to plan ahead. Um, obviously getting pre-approved is going to help you plan even further. And then I listen again for the situation and then we just work through that together. Um, and you told me a story recently about um, a, a prospective buyer that um, was on the fence and due to world matters and such. And you used the word prioritize. And you help this client prioritize what his needs were. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, that that's a that's something that I like. Again, you mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast. You know, just listening, really honing in on what's important. You know, to that client. Some people, it's the payments all important. Some people, you know, have only so much money. Um, some people have certain desires and locations that they want to be in. So we just really need to hone in on what's important to you as a buyer and how I can help you get there um, within, obviously, the guidelines and the rules of mortgages um, and, and 
all that that needs to be considered. But so this sort of dovetails back to your original goal of being a nurse. You sort of diagnose and mm -hmm. then you design a treatment plan, right? Pretty Instead much. Yes. Dealing with illness, you're dealing with finance and housing and all of that. Right. What about um, specialty programs? Talk a mm. little bit about that. Yeah, this, there's some specialty programs. I mean, in the mortgage world, we call them non-QM, non-qualified mortgage, but they're specialty programs maybe for, you know, people that are, are showing not that much income on the tax returns. Because obviously, if you have a good CPA, a good CPA is going to help you uh, not pay so much in taxes, which then when you go to buy a house, it can be a little bit problematic because now you're not showing enough income. So mm -hmm. if you're a self-employed borrower or even if you um, deposit monies, we can use something called a bank statement program. There's um, there's still some interest only programs. There's other types of programs, um, especially when you get into the jumbo realm when it's not conventional conforming and that's the where does again, jumbo that's based start? On county limits. What's that? Where does jumbo start? Good question. So um, it's going to change in 2024 and, and I always have to remember those, but off the top of my head, it's going to be above 750 now, wow. anything above 750. It'll, it's a different uh, figure. Again, I don't, I don't have that okay. memorized just yet, but it's in that realm. It's, it's gone out. <laughs> What's that? It's jumbo. It's jumbo, which just means um, it's just a little bit more scrutinized because yeah. more money is being lent. Sure. Yeah, right. sure. And and these specialty programs, I'm listening carefully because in my world, I often have one sp divorcing spouse buying the other one out of their equity interest in the family residence. And mm -hmm. so they, if they can't qualify to refinance in their own name or they don't have enough cash to buy the other party out, these specialty programs might come into play, correct? Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. It's, again, we're looking at the big picture and yeah, you never know. Yeah. It's just yeah. good to talk through the situation. Yeah. I, I got somebody I'm going to send to you this afternoon, actually. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. I mean, it happens in my world all the time because mm -hmm. I have a couple right now that I'm working with and they're going to stay, they're going to cohabitate even though they're going to be divorced. Uh, until the end of the school year, because they want to explore, like you said, prioritizing what mm -hmm. what are good school um, school districts for their children to go to if they relocate. Gotcha. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you also mentioned to me in our quote pre-interview, our lunch, <laughs> that you deal a lot with investors. What kind of investors and what kind of dealings do you do with them? Oh, gosh. Um, anywhere from the first time wanting to dip your toe in the water investor, you know, get another property under your belt. Um, even I've got people that, you know, they're out of state. They want to buy in certain locations. We lend across the, the states. Um, but I, you know, I my home base is Las Vegas. So, I, you know, I get a lot of like somebody from California or right. somebody from, you know, that wants to buy in in Las Vegas. And maybe they don't right. own a home there because it just it's too expensive, but they want to, you know, have a rental here or a second home. So we do that all the way from, I mean, I've got several clients that have 20, 30 properties under wow. their belt and awesome. they want to keep buying more. Yeah. So, well, this has been so fascinating that it, despite the fact that I told you I'm a stickler for punctuality, we're a minute over 15 minutes. So now <laughs> I got to change the title of my show before we sign off, tell people how they can reach you. 
Yes, you can find me on uh, several platforms. Um, you could reach me on my office line, 702-395-5474. You can also reach me um, via email at julie.sanchez at alderas.net. And then I'm also um, on Instagram at Mortgage Jules, spelled with J-U-L-S. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. Um, when we when we publish the link, we'll put your contact information in it as well. And I so much appreciate. Didn't that fifteen minutes or now it's sixteen, almost seventy minutes? Didn't that go by fast? It did. Thank it did. you, Nancy. Really Thank you. It. Thank you, Julie. Take care. Take care.